0: You're listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. The views and opinions shared on this program don't necessarily reflect those of Citywide Home Loans. Citywide Home Loans, LLC, NMLS 67180. David Hosterman, NMLS 220562. Jonathan Edwards, NMLS 671258. Equal housing lender. Regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Call for additional cost information. Program qualifications and offerings are subject to change at any time. Not all that apply will qualify. Other restrictions may apply. Good morning and welcome to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. I'm Jonathan Edwards with the Hosterman team at Citywide Home Loans. In the studio this morning, we have our MVP guest hosts, Leon Gallegos and Betsy Aguilar. With any home realty, this is a show that brings you today's most relevant real estate insights and experiences from the industry's most dedicated players. If you have ever thought about purchasing a home, then today is the show that you must tune into. We are going to talk about the home buying process from start to finish, including pre-approvals and submitting your first offer. Stay tuned for a triple play of Denver's hottest listings. And a quick disclaimer that citywide home loans and any home realty are not affiliated entities. Listeners not required to use the either participant to work with the other participant. Leon and Betsy, thank you guys so much for coming on the show today.
1: Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you for you, having us
0: John. here. Really appreciate it. This is the first time you guys have been on the show, but hopefully not the last, um, really looking forward to getting some insights from you guys on the home buying process. Um, Talk to me a little bit about... You guys are with Any Home Realty. Talk to me a little bit about Any Home and uh, what you guys have going on over there.
1: Um, So, yeah, we are part of Any Home, and thank you again for uh, opening up this space and having us here today, John. Uh, we are with Any Home located in Commerce City. We are a team of about, like, 10 agents in our office, and, you know, we just... We want to be able to help our community um, with their biggest transaction, you know, uh, purchasing or selling their property, so... Um, That's our goal, and we're there just to help.
0: And we've had the pleasure of working with you guys with some clients, and and you guys are incredibly professional. Juan Gallegos is your owner and managing broker there at the office. You guys have a great location. What's the address of your location over there? Do you guys happen to know off the top of your head? Yeah, so
2: it's actually uh, 6075 East 60th Avenue. That's in Commerce City, Colorado, 80022. And that's a great, that's a new, what, about two years you guys have had that building? Yeah, so actually, just like you mentioned, uh, Juan Gallegos, the owner, Uh, you know, he found the opportunity, kind of like what we we preach to our clients, right? Uh, Stop renting and kind of become owner of your own businesses. Uh, That's exactly what he did. He purchased this building, you know, fully remodeled it. And we've been there currently about two, two and a half years, roughly, yeah.
0: Yeah, It's a great location over there. If you're ever in the area, stop by any home and uh, they've got a bunch of agents that can help you out. Uh, Juan is certainly very experienced. He's been doing this for a long, long time. Leon and Betsy, let's dive in here. Let's talk about the home buying process um, and and really what it takes to purchase a home. And and probably this is geared more for first-time homebuyers, but certainly if you've purchased a home before, maybe it's been a while, um, but you're trying to purchase another home. We want to talk about that today and really dive into that process. What are you guys seeing, before we dive too deep, what are you guys seeing in the marketplace today? You're working with buyers and sellers on a daily basis the market is different today than it was a year ago. What are you guys seeing that's a little bit different?
1: Yeah, so definitely, like you said, the market has definitely um, changed. Um, a lot of um, properties are staying in the market, like on the market. You know, um, there's there, there's more inventory, um, and that gives the opportunity to buyers to – um, choose the property that they want in the area they 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 have been looking in, so um, there 's less competition, so that give like I said it gives the the buyers the opportunity to to purchase their dream home well,
0: and I said that the market 's a little bit different today that 's probably not even accurate the the market 's a lot different today isn 't it <laughs> right I it mean is. a year ago, you took that client out and showed them you know whatever properties were available, maybe one, two, three properties that that fit what they were looking for. Right and you sort of had to make a decision pretty quickly like right. hey do you like this cuz if you do we got to not only put an offer in we got to do it by like tonight or tomorrow <laughs> and we got to put a very strong offer in
1: That is right. And and before it was like one property for 10 buyers The so competition was really like aggressive strong and now it's one ha- or one buyer for yeah. 10 houses yeah. so they get to pick and it's like It's crazy. Choose.
0: It's it's really that shift from the extreme sellers market that we were in to what we would consider now to be more of a buyer's market.
1: That's definitely, and, and right. so
0: buyers in a buyer's market, they're going to have, like you mentioned, they're going to have more choices. There's more inventory out there, more homes for them to look at. They're not going to have to rush to make that decision to put in their offer, right? And I mean, they've ex- got some time to think about it.
2: Yeah, exactly, John. And you know, one of the biggest benefits of the the market shifting slowly towards the buyers, um, you know, it's that they don't have to. You know, necessarily buy whatever they can at this point. You know, they can actually take the time and look into something that they really want. You know, they're not really forced into buying just whatever whatever comes their way, whatever actually gets accepted. Uh, that's the biggest benefit for, you know, especially those first-time homebuyers right now.
0: They don't have to overpay for a house that they might like but they're really not sure cuz they haven't really had a whole lot of time to look at any other houses, right? <laughs> <That's> exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh it, it's crazy how how different that market is today and we see it as well. Uh, with our clients but uh, that's why having an experienced real estate agent uh, like leon like betsy that can help you kind of walk through the process let you know you know i've talked to the listing agent there's no other offers on this property we don't have to like rush to get an offer in and make rash decisions here we can really sit down and talk about it and think about what we want to offer on this property
1: exactly and right now um Concessions—it's—it uh, it plays a huge part of like buying a house. We can definitely try to uh, get you concessions when buying your property. Concessions—what that is—is is basically getting help from from the seller for like your down payment or closing costs.
0: Absolutely. So, uh, seller concessions are where the sellers are going to give you some money to use towards uh, c- towards closing costs, prepaid items. There is also a program that we've we've seen more and more of lately. We've been helping clients out with this, and that's the two one buy down. And so very quickly, a 2-1 buy down for anybody that's listening is if the current interest rate today, and I think I saw that the 30-year average fixed rate yesterday was 7.15. So if the interest rate today, let's just for simple math say it's 7%, a 2-1 buy down is where the seller is going to pay through concessions to pay interest, and the buyer will only pay on a 5% principal and interest payment for year one a 6% principal and interest payment for year two, and then years three through 30, they're back to that 7% interest rate. But the difference in interest paid during the first two years is covered by the seller through what you were saying, like seller concessions. That can also go towards like lender costs, title costs, county recording fees, escrow, and stuff like that. So um, that can definitely be a good strategy. I do think you're right. We're going to start to see some more of that. Um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about too is interest rates. I mean, you just heard me say that the average 30 year interest rate is like 7.125. I mean, a year ago it was considerably less than that. I think we we're like in the fours, maybe even the threes a year ago. Um, so you have dramatically increasing interest rates, which makes it tough for your buyers as well, right? As well, because their payment has gone up that much more, but Values are starting to come down. So do you guys think that there's still some opportunity
2: out there for buyers? No, yeah, definitely. You know, and that's kind of something that I always mention to my clients. Um, you know what, being realistic, you know, if you were to purchase a home a year ago, yeah, the interest rates, you know, just like you said, they were at around 3%, 4%. But, you know, if you come to think about it, uh, per, uh, the prices on the homes, you know, they were actually, you know, off the roof, you know. So you're potentially paying fifty, sixty, seventy thousand. 70000 above what they were actually uh, listed at. Um, and compared to right now, just like you mentioned, uh, you know, the values in these homes are slowly going down, you know, kind of stabilizing a little bit more. Uh, and even though these interest rates are going up a little bit, you know, potentially this mortgage payment, you know, roughly staying around the same amount just because the prices on the homes slowly going down a little bit as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, one of the things I think that people should think about is, that First of all, interest rates in the twos and threes are probably long gone. I don't know that we'll never see them again, but I do think it's going to be a while before we do. So if interest rates were to stay the same, then you're okay buying a house at today's interest rates. If interest rates go up, you're going to be glad you got it at 7%, right? But if interest rates do drop and they go back down to 4 or 5%, you can always refinance your loan as well. As long as the numbers make sense and the cost is financially sound, they go ahead and and think about doing a refinance as well. But I think that now is probably not a bad time to find a home, lock in an interest rate, and buy that home instead of waiting. I have a lot of clients that I've heard say that they're going to wait for interest rates to go down. What do you know that we don't know? Why do you think interest (laughs) rates are going to go down? Inflation numbers aren't going down, so I don't know that I see interest rates going down anytime soon
1: right and i think that's the importance of working with a great um real estate agent you know be able to have your agent educate you and show you the like the importance of like purchasing now versus before or in the future uh educating uh education you know um that that's very important um so that's you know how we tell our clients date the or marry the house date the interest why because yeah. you're marrying the house right now it's a great uh opportunity to purchase Less money down, uh, with or no money down. Yeah. um, Versus later, if the interest they they do go down, then you can definitely refinance, like you guys said.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, in getting back to the home buying process, really one of the first steps in the home buying process is going to be getting pre qualified, and then ultimately getting pre-approved. And there is a difference here. So a pre-qualification, if you're not familiar, is really a borrower can go and do an online application and they can fill out their information and they can tell us they make however much they want to tell us and they have as much money as they want to tell us they have. But a pre-approval is that we've actually proved that. We've verified that they have you know X number of uh, dollars in in their assets and their bank accounts and that they actually do earn a certain amount of money. That's the difference. And you really want a pre-approval if you're out there looking for a home. You don't want to sort of willy-nilly go out there and look and then you happen to find the place you like and now you're not pre-approved. A lot of a lot of listing agents are not going to accept offers unless it comes with a pre-approval letter. So just go through the motions, get the pre-approval. Yes, there's going to be a credit hit, but it's not going to be the end of the world by any means. In most cases, unless you've had your credit pulled a ton in the last 120 days, it's not likely to have much of an impact on the credit scores. But you really want the credit pulled because you really want to know where you stand from a pricing standpoint, and you want the lender to know what your debt ratios are. And they can't know that stuff without having a credit report. So i do think that's an important piece of the puzzle but once they are indeed pre-approved that's where the conversation comes into play and this came up earlier today with a client that i'm working with um and he's looking at homes in the five hundred thousand range and he asked what the payments would look like on four or five different homes that are currently on the market that he might go look and he came back and he said You know, John, these payments are higher than what I was thinking. I wasn't really budgeting for this much. You know, what can we do to reduce that? Well, there's only a couple of things. You can put more money down or you can maybe have somebody rent one of the rooms or you can look at less expensive homes. But the conversation there early on needs to be what is the comfort level as far as the monthly payment goes? And so then we can let you guys know what houses to look at, like what purchase price range, right? We don't want you showing somebody a $600,000 home if they're not comfortable with a payment over, you know, like a $450,000 home. Yeah, right?
1: Yeah, and that's a conversation that we always have. Once we get the client pre-approved, you know, we talk to the lender, make, make sure that we're on the same page. Uh, and then when we set them up on, on our system, the RE Colorado, where they start getting houses, we wa- we want to make sure that they are set up. Um, where um, they're going to start receiving the houses that, they're, that they like with the bedrooms, um, the, the the size uh, of the property, but also that stays within their purchase price that's going to meet their uh, monthly payment.
0: Yeah, so getting with you guys, talk to us a little bit about the importance of narrowing down. And this, and this is a different conversation with buyers today than I'm sure what you guys had with buyers a year or two ago. But narrowing down wants versus needs and then pull and then putting that information into the system so it can kick out what available homes there are
2: yeah definitely so um, you know the the first thing that we talk about with our clients you know as soon as they're uh, pre-approved um, honestly it's like you know we, we just got to sit down with them and see what their actual needs are you know in our reality we all want a mansion right we all want ten bedrooms you know five <laughs> bathrooms but in our reality you know if the payments not gonna make any sense Let's focus on your actual needs. You know, is a three bedroom, two bathroom enough for you guys? You know, at this point, you know, possibly you're looking into a property that you're just going to be living in there, you know, potentially five to seven years. Eventually you can go ahead and sell, refinance, buy yourself your actual dream home uh, to where you're actually going to be comfortable with the payments at this point. You're going to have enough money to actually give down as a down payment. Um, That way your, your actual monthly mortgage payment can be a little lower more comfortable to, to what, where you're feeling. Um, but, you know, we got to definitely narrow it down to what your needs are. Because in all reality, if we, if we focus on our wants, you know, potentially we might not be able to afford what we actually want.
0: Absolutely. I think that's great advice, Leon. I think it's important to narrow those things down early on. Um, And maybe you do a search that's a little bit more general than than exactly what they're looking for. Because I do think, and let me know if you guys would agree with me, the more homes that people go out and see and walk through – um, the more ideas they have and other things, they their, their wants and needs tend to change a little bit the more places oh, yeah. they see, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we see that a <laughs> Whether <lot>. that's good <laughs> or bad, right? <laughs> you are listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report on ESPN Denver 1600. Check out past episodes on our podcast at 1043thefan.com. For mortgage questions and information, give us a call at 303-921-5747. If you would like to get in touch with Leon Gallegos or Betsy Aguilar with any home realty to discuss buying or selling your next
2: home, Leon, what's the best phone number for you? Yeah, so it's 720-988-8808. And, Betsy, what's the best phone number for
1: you? 720-291-3637.
0: Leon, 720-988-8808.
2: Did you have to specifically request that? You didn't randomly get
0: that number.
1: <laughs>
2: no, no, no. It just randomly uh, popped up. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's an easy phone number for people to remember. It is. Sometimes <laughs> it's they easy think it's to remember. I yeah. like that. Very good. All right,
0: guys. This is the part of the show where we are going to talk about Denver's hottest listings. And it just so happens that Any Home Realty has a couple of great ones. So we're going to talk about uh, first one, Juan Gallegos. Uh, your managing broker over there and owner of Any Home. He's got a great spot at 12203 Joplin Street in Commerce City. This one's on the market at $589,500. it has got just over 2,800 square feet. Four bed, four bath. Look no further. Come and see this beautiful, well-taken-care-of property next to the park. Home is very spacious. It's got great, great features. If you'd like some more information on this property, give Juan a call at 303-909-9016. And my next hot listing here is Aurelia Osman with HomeSmart. And she's got a great property at 10499 Worcester Drive in Commerce City. This one's on the market at $514,471. Very specific. Just over 2,900 square feet, three bed, three bath home. Come and see this beautiful and refreshing home in the popular Potomac Farms area. You will love the open floor plan concept with plenty of light connecting the kitchen to the great room with great features and appliances. If you would like some more information on this property, reach out to Aurelia Osman at 303-263-3540. And finally, I have one here with Erica Ramirez also at any home realty. And this one's on the market at 725,000 over 5,000 square feet, five bed, four bath home, absolutely stunning home in a very high desired area. If you would like more information on this property, give Erica Ramirez a call at seven, two, zero two, one, two nine, four nine, two. All right, guys, let's kick off the second half of the show here. Um, now we've got our client. They're fully pre-approved. You've sat down with them. You've determined their wants and needs, and you've set up their um, their search. How many homes do you typically have to show a client before they put in an offer? And that's a bit of a trick question.
2: Yeah, so, you know, honestly, in the market that we're in, honestly, it, it doesn't take too many homes, right? Uh, but one thing I do suggest my clients is that, you know, me personally, I do like to show them at least around – Three or five homes, why? So they can have options? you know they're, they're not just going to go all in on the first property they've seen unless they feel that that's their dream home. You know at the end of the day, it's the client's decision. Uh, we, we're here to, uh, for client service, so whatever they, they decide to do, you know it's what we're going to do. But in our reality, I do suggest at least seeing 5 properties so they can have a, a little more variety of options as to you know what they actually you know want in a property.
0: Yeah, I think that's easier in today's market to show five to 10, 15 homes, right? I think that, well, and actually be able to put an offer in, right? We had agents, yeah, as you guys know, over the last few years, you could show 10, 15 homes. By the time you got an offer together, it was already under contract, right? Right. That's right. Um, And so it really does vary. It depends a lot on the market, and it depends a ton on inventory, right, Betsy? Um, gotcha. I mean, how many homes you have to show somebody really depends on the borrower and and what's available exactly.
1: out there. And if, like you said, you know, after seeing a few houses, they already ha- get a better idea of what they really they really want and need. Um, so it definitely doesn't take that long um, to get someone under contract uh, on their future home.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've had uh, clients go to one home, put an offer on it, get under contract, <laughs> and we've had we've had agents that have shown clients homes for over a year. Uh, Before they actually pull the trigger and make the decision to put in that offer. So it really depends Um, when they do find the right home that meets their needs and most of their wants, then it's time to talk about submitting an offer. Do you, do you guys pull comparables for the neighborhood when you're talking with your clients about how much you want the offer price to be?
2: Uh, Yeah, definitely. Uh, You know, it's something that we try to do. Um, Why just basically so that we can get a, a better idea, you know, and the client has a, a better idea of actually that the offer that we're submitting actually makes sense. And I, I think this is where it comes down to the importance of having that communication with the the lender and the agent. Uh, just for the simple fact that we know exactly what prices we need to stick around to. You know what I mean? Um, at that point, we don't want to submit an offer way too high if we know that the the client, you know, right off the back, is not going to be comfortable with that mortgage payment. Now, we try to make these offers to where they're actually kind of feel comfortable with this mortgage payment.
0: Yeah, absolutely. if you're pulling comparables, which are just simply what have other homes in the area sold for with similar number of bathrooms and bedrooms and square feet and stuff like that. If they're on the market, you know, at five hundred thousand, but you guys are pulling comparables at four hundred and fifty thousand, mm-hmm. that's an important conversation to have with the bar. We're like, hey, I think we should go in low on this. I think they've overpriced it, which happens that's all the time, right? <laughs> yes, it
1: happens all the time. <laughs> I do think you're going to
0: see less of that in the next couple of years. Uh, but certainly over the last few years we have, I mean overpricing a home was you know part of the part of the everyday strategy I think for a lot of listing agents and for sellers as well. Um, but I think you're going to see less of that, but I think pulling those comparables is huge. It gives the borrowers a good feeling about the price that they're going to offer on the property. Um are you guys calling the listing agent to see if you can get any more information out of them?
1: Yes, definitely. That's a that's something we I do, we do. Um, just to get the most we can get, um, more, the most information we can get to make our, our offers stronger and we can better advise our, our, our clients, it, it's definitely helpful.
0: What are some of the things that you're asking the listing agents? You know,
1: um, hey, what are your activities looking like? I see that, you know, if it's been the, the property has been sitting on the market for like a few weeks, I always try to ask like why? Um, any any showings? Um, do you have any current offers right now? Um, you know, do, is your client motivated? Um any, any concessions that we can put on the table, you know, things like that to try to make the offer stronger and to better help our clients as well.
0: So we're on the lending side and we feel strongly about a couple of things that we can do to try to help out as well. Um, we've been doing this for a long time so we do know a lot of real estate agents out there. We're comfortable talking to real estate agents. We'll provide a tailored lender letter, however you guys want us to put it together for your buyers and send that over for you. And then once you've submitted the offer, we'll also call the listing agent and introduce ourselves. Let them know, hey, you know, we're here if you have questions. We've reviewed all the borrower's documents. Everything looks great on our end. We viewed the deadlines. We don't see any issues there either. Uh, You know, if it's possible and we can try to close early, is that something your sellers would be interested in? And uh, just getting a conversation going so that they feel comfortable. I've been to a number of closing tables where I've talked to the listing agent and they've been like, you know, you're the only lender that actually called us. We had five similar offers, but you're the only one that called us. And we really appreciate the fact that you did that. So I do think that that goes a long way. Have you guys found that as well?
1: Definitely. It definitely shows the type of team that we're going to we're gonna be uh, working with, you know, um, it shows Communication is there and we do any home, um, and I know you do too, we we definitely pride ourselves with great communication. So that definitely um shows that.
0: Yeah, and and I think where that kicks in the most, the communication piece, Leon, is once you're under contract, right? Like it's important that we're keeping in touch up to that point. But once we're under contract, now we've got 30 days to get this to the closing table. How important is it that the lender is keeping in touch with you, Leon?
2: Uh you know, it's it's definitely very important. Why? Uh, one one thing uh, that I do talk with the listing agents, you know, before we even go under contract, it's uh, the importance of having a great agent. It's also having a, a great lender. Right. Uh, and we like to rely any information regarding this uh, loan, even if it's good or bad news. Why? Because even if it's bad news, you know, between the lender, the agents, you know, sometimes we can have a strategy to where we can come up with a solution and and the, and the deal doesn't have to necessarily fall apart. Uh, but that's the importance of actually having a great lender on your side as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think the communication piece between everybody, we try to keep everybody up to date, including the listing agent along the way. Like, hey, just got our file back from underwriting. We've got a conditional approval. We'll work with the borrowers. We don't see any major hurdles. Everything continues to remain on track. Um, but some of the next steps in the process, wait for a response from the sellers once you've submitted your offer um, and then talk about the, the inspection process for a minute, if you don't mind, Betsy. Um, now that you're under contract, um, you got to have that inspection done pretty quickly.
1: Right. We always advise our clients as soon as we go under contract. The next step is getting that inspection schedule. You know, we give them the opportunity to go ahead and schedule that. Um, hel- uh, we help them schedule that uh, inspection right away for them and then. We go, we go to inspection. We try to always be there for our clients and have our clients there, you know, ask questions to the inspector. Um, that, that way they know what they're getting them, themselves into prior to purchasing their property.
0: Yeah, and I think that's great that you guys are there uh, at the inspection with the clients. You guys can review and talk about anything. And really what you're looking for is major issues, right? You're not looking at nitpicky little stuff, even though the inspector will likely tell you all the little things that might be wrong with the house. But you're looking at a 25-, 35-, 40-year-old home. It's not brand new, so you can't expect it to be. You don't want to ask for too much (laughs) on that inspection. Um, and then once uh, once we get to the point where we're we're clear to close and approved on our loan, then it's just a matter of scheduling the closing, bringing ID with you, and then uh, setting up the wire in the cashier's check. Right? I mean, the easy part yeah. <laughs> really comes after you get the cash to or clear to close from the from the lender. Right? Yeah, Exactly. Yes. <laughs> then everybody's happy with us. <laughs> you are listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report on ESPN Denver 1600. Check out past episodes on our podcast at 1043thefan.com. For more information on mortgage, give us a call at 303-921-5747. And if you'd like to get in touch with Leon or Betsy with any home realty to talk about your next home, uh, Leon can be reached at 720-988-8808 and Betsy can be reached at 720-291-3637. Guys, Thanks so much for coming on the show today. I know you've got a great event coming up at your
2: office there. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so it's actually going to be on the 29th. Um, you know, it's going to be at our location at the office. It's uh 6075 East 60th Avenue in Commerce City. Uh it's going to be a trunk retreat. treat. So basically we're going to have uh, you know, every single agent from our office. You know, we're going to be handing out uh candy. It's open to the public. We're going to have activities for the kids. Uh we're, we're going to have a jumping castle. You know we're gonna have food. You know everybody's more than welcome to stop by, and especially if you have any questions, you know if you if you're thinking of buying or selling, you know we're gonna have more than enough people, you know to actually give you information. Uh, but you know everybody's more than welcome to stop by. Again, it's gonna be on the October twenty ninth, uh, from ten a.m. to two p.m. So feel free to stop by. Like I said, we're gonna have activities, food. Uh, you know just a little bit of everything for the kids and adults. October twenty 20- is that a Saturday?
1: It is. It is right. So
2: October
0: 29th from 10 to two at the any home office, you can bring your kids, you can feed your kids, you can feed yourselves. The kids (laughs) can then jump on the bouncy house and you can talk to these guys about buying or selling your next home. sounds like a great event guys. Sounds awesome. Thank you so much, Leon, uh, for joining me on the show today, Betsy. Thanks so much for coming on the show as well. Um, great information about the home buying process If you would like to get in touch with Leon or Betsy, again, their phone numbers are 720-988-8808 and 720-291-3637. Thank you for tuning in to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. If you have a question about financing your next home or refinancing a current mortgage, give us a call at 303 921 5747. Don't miss next week's show right here on ESPN Radio 1600, Saturdays at 7 a.m., and you can find our past episodes on our podcast at 1043thefan.com.